0: Today, we are going to be talking about uh, two Apple events.
1: Apple does a great job.
0: They know how to put on an event and they know how to make things exciting, even when they're not super exciting.
1: So watching this was so funny because I was like, oh, I didn't know my phone could do like all these different things. They did talk about like the new camera a lot.
0: It is exciting that these photos are so much more usable. Between the two events, there must have been two or three dozen people that talked. They were all very well spoken and makes you want to go spend $1,000 on a new phone. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Frustrated by Your Marketing podcast. I'm your host, Jim D'Amico, and I'm joined by my co-host, Madison McQuistion. And today, we are going to be talking about uh, two Apple events that uh, took place this year. One just a couple days ago on September 12th, the iPhone release event, an Apple Watch uh, release event. And then we went back and also watched the June 5th Worldwide Developer Conference that they had couple months ago so we're going to talk about those we're going to talk about what they said and also more importantly how they said it because you know apple is really great at marketing they're one of the best companies i would actually say that they're more of a marketing company than they are a tech company without
1: true they are so good at marketing it's crazy with how they
0: run with how they run their business so that's what we're going to talk about we're going to give our thoughts uh, again on the events themselves and, and also you know the product and operating system releases that they had as we go through it, so I I forced Madison. I don't know if she's ever watched one of these before to watch. Three,
1: no, I have three, not three
0: plus hours of of these for the last couple of days. What'd you think?
1: I actually really liked it. I think one of the things that I found fascinating is I get bored very very easily, especially with like lectures, videos like that. But Apple does a great job of switching people between all of their segments which I really liked. So they don't, you know, ramble on for a long period of time. They get straight to the point. They show you all the good stuff. They show you examples. And it's it's very fascinating, I think. One thing I do really love is their intro videos.
0: Yeah. Those are super They're fun. excellent. The quality of them, I mean, a lot of these actually, so you'll now see this, a lot of those are the commercials that will run, you know, in, in different segments. So they record these and create these commercials. And then, you know, they, this is, so, this changed over the last couple of years after you know all the you know social distancing and, and so on. So prior to that these were all in-person events, and they would have an audience for the worldwide developer conference. It was developers, and I'm actually not sure who, who showed up for the uh, product event once, maybe just special guests and maybe also developers. But they always did that. Uh, you know, essentially it was this is their their best audience, and this was their way to tell them. What was going on? It was a showcase for them, and then the public could also watch. And since then, it's now become um, more for the public. Um, they obviously don't have in; nothing was in person here. Clearly, it was all pre-recorded.
1: Which that's what I was expecting yeah. when we had originally talked about it, because I know you said it was originally a conference, and so that's what I was expecting. And then I realized it. Obviously, these last two words. Yeah, uh,
0: but I love it. And yeah, again, a lot of these commercials—they're—they're they're, you know the. Production quality, Apple's obviously known for maybe the most famous commercial of all time, the 1984 commercial uh, during the Super Bowl. And, you know, these, you know, didn't disappoint either. They pulled the heartstrings. The sort of intro commercial to the um, event this week started out with a bunch of happy birthdays. Um, and I thought they were going to go that route that, you know, Apple's there for all of your celebrations. And then halfway through the commercial, it took sort of a, a left turn and pointed out that these birthdays were celebrated because of the health app on the iPhone and, and the Apple Watch and all of these people because of different you know software, their lives were saved, whether it was heart rate or I think, you know, one person passed out when they were driving and and it alerted paramedics and things like that. Um, one person, um, again, heart rate, she had to go into early labor and save her and her child. So like they really pulled at the heartstrings on that one and they're, and they're great at that.
1: Especially because that one's quite a bit different from the one from June, which was I absolutely love that one too, though. The guy chasing the bubble. Right, yeah. All the little idea bubbles. Yeah, a little
0: weird, but I, I liked it. I mean, they, again, they they don't pull back on these. They're, they, they put everything into them. And so those are the... And there were a couple of the little mini commercials, product commercials throughout. Um, and then the production value just of the events themselves are amazing. Um, they have these sweet drone shots coming in. They, you know, someone will hold up an iPhone or an iPad and you'll kind of, you know, kind of zoom into that and then the room opens up you know the special effects are pretty
1: obviously everything's really high quality
0: right right I don't think that these are all filmed on iPhone otherwise they would say it they usually point that out so that's always interesting um that they do bring in in full crews they're not there yet because every once in a while though we will point out you know we filmed this whole thing on the iPhone but I don't think that these were um but they're great and and they they know how to put on an event and they know how to make things exciting even when they're not super exciting And that's, you know, one of the great things about Apple. They're, these are all, all the changes we'll go over, they're all incremental changes. They're not, nothing is dramatic anymore like they used to be. You know, it's all like, you know, 10% better, 25% better instead of, you know, changing the whole industry, but they have a really good technique to make everything seem like it is going to change the whole world, but they're, they're really not anymore. They're just sort of incrementally moving in that direction, which is i guess how a lot of tech is these days uh except for ai which is obviously changing the world right now yeah uh we had to get ai in there my my personal favorite line um was tim cook the ceo said um said this uh, let's get a closer look at the iphone 15 pro the most pro iphone we've ever created which is like such an apple like yeah. <laughs> it means nothing and and they'll
1: because all the ones <laughs> before that were pro too, technically. Right.
0: No, no I know. And and it, so they'll say these things, it's the most, you know, it's the most pro, fo- pro phone we've ever done. Or this is the, uh, of course, it's going to be the fastest iPhone ever because it's the next model. So they, again, they're really good at, at wordsmithing that and, and making things seem more exciting than they are. Which is why they're such a good marketing company. Their design, you know, I would say, if you had to put in order of why they're successful, it's marketing first, design second, and then tech. You know, because all of this tech is out there. You know, it's not like the iPhone is that different than than Samsung anymore. You know, they're essentially the same thing. Their package is a little different. Some people like one, some people like another, but they're kind of the same. But Apple's so good at marketing and and making those those like rabid fans. You know, and this, this is one of the ways they do it. Um, There's other ways too, but.
1: Yeah, they're good about showing you what you're missing out on. Because I am, a, I think for my age, I am very technologically not advanced. Obviously, that's not the right word because I'm not technologically advanced. But I have a lot of like difficulties. I like the simple things. And so watching this was so funny because I was like, oh, I didn't know my phone could do like all these different things. And you know, I do. One of my favorite things, though, I think with the new one, at least from the June event was um, check in for text.
0: Right. So this is where I did. I have a list of my favorites and that's not on there just because I feel like that's going to become an annoying um, like to do list item for me. But it is nice. So Ew. that's the whole like when the person leaves, like, call me when you get home. Um, and now you can set that up and it'll happen automatically, except when it doesn't work. And uh, but it is it is a nice gesture and I could see that being something that we all get used to and it'll get better.
1: I-, I was thinking more for parents because I remember when you know I was in high school, my parents would be like, text me when you get to your friend's house, text me when you get here. And obviously I forgot a lot of the time. And so I think that could be a huge game changer for parents when they're trying to decide like what kind of phone they want to get their kids because obviously... You know, if you have your kid walking home from school and different things like that, it'll be easier for a parent to keep track of where their kid is at. I mean, obviously, there's kind of um, apps for tracking nowadays, but I do think that's going to be a very important thing for her parents going forward, too.
0: And, it may, you know, it basically takes the, the work out of it because now you don't have to check it manually. It'll tell you, like, okay, it's all set. I don't have to worry about this anymore. Madison got there. I'm, you know, unless she had someone else drive her phone there she arrived safely yeah. and we're good to go. So you don't have to check. And that's one of the things they are really good at is they're usually slower to the market, but they they really think through those types of things. How do we make a little more seamless? How do we make things a little bit easier in our life? And and that's, that's part of their marketing. Like their marketing is the all-in-one device or devices that make your life better, make you healthier, make you feel better, make you more efficient, make you more productive. That's what they're always working for, which is... Awesome. So so you're not techie. Were you, were you like turned off by, I mean, so half of the event is just great marketing and the other half is like a bunch of stats that I don't really pay attention to either, like nits, which is how bright something is. Yeah. I just learned that um, yesterday. And, you know, a bunch of CPU numbers and, you know, every again, everything is 10 or 25 or 35% faster or bigger or stronger or whatever, like they always. <laughs> or
1: there's a million apps that Apple has that i i'm still haven't even touched probably half the apps on my phone and so they were going through at least from the june event they were going through so many different like apple apps right and showing what they do and how they're changing and the new perks of them and i haven't even used most of them
0: i so i have i haven't watched all of these over the years but i've watched a ton of them and that's usually why i watch it is to see like what are the things i can use because in every ios update so that's that's the other thing so The event that just happened a couple of days ago was to announce the new iPhone uh, lineup and new Apple Watch lineup. And the one in June is to announce um, the new operating system for, you know, all of their portable devices and also the Mac. And I'll watch these these events to see the things that they don't talk about because they have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of updates in every iOS um, version and they talk about 10. And there are other ones that you can find out you know so some you can find out here and then I'll, I'll also research articles just to see because some of them are they might think aren't that great but they're very useful to me um so that's what i'll do and i love that. that that that's why i watch it aside from the fact that i'm just inspired and excited about the marketing part of it because they're really good at it and there are people that hate apple um i know a couple of them yeah. i
1: was gonna say michael hates apple right he was talking about i was listening to one of the videos when he was downstairs and he was like Samsung's already done that and I'm like oh my gosh
0: right and, and again I said that before but that's true Apple is they were first and now they're always last and sometimes the, the the better companies you know Canon is that way with cameras they can't afford something to break where Samsung they just need to beat Apple um, Apple needs you know their customer base doesn't accept anything but perfection that's that's their mm-hmm. marketing right it's perfect so they can't release it years ago when samsung did all that because it wasn't going to be perfect so they wait and wait and wait and then they're always you know now they're often last to the market but then you listen to these events and if you're part of their their sort of their culture it sounds like they're first because they're the best and so yeah, that's definitely. that's how they do it and that's another you know great example of their marketing for sure
1: I think that's the other thing, too, is, you know, you have your Samsung fans and your Apple fans. I think once you start with one, it's hard to switch to something else because I definitely I think it was a couple of years ago. I had switched to Samsung and realized I hated it because I was so used to Apple. And then obviously I went back.
0: Yeah, I um. so I've always I've always had an iPhone and I've always had a PC. And I'm comfortable there right now. And it's because it's what I'm comfortable with. I also... You know, don't think either one are better or worse, and I also choose chose that because most of the people that we work with have that makeup. Like most of our clients have iPhones and PCs, and so it's easier for me to help them and and work with them that way. And that's the other reason I chose that. But uh, I can see myself going Apple's someday for Mac uh, for a computer, but I'm not there yet.
1: My writing computer is the M2, which they actually talked about in the June event, and I absolutely oh, love okay. it. Oh, okay.
0: So you do like that. Okay.
1: Except I haven't used all the perks on it. Literally, I've only opened Microsoft Word and my Gmail oh. account. I have not even like messed around with anything. I haven't even touched the background. Okay. Just opened those two things for now, and I mean, eventually I'll do more on it, but I haven't needed to because I also have, you know, my surface that i use for work and i use that more often anyways So,
0: yeah i um i crave the all one ecosystem that they talk about where like you can send things from your phone to your computer like i can't do that like and having messaging on your computer and just having them all talk to each other would be amazing but other than that there's no i have no real motivation to switch but someday i might want it just for that reason because that would be amazing to be able to everything all be the same, uh, instead of,
1: I know I need to mess around with that. And the other reason I got it too, is like for write, there's a writing software that I need that you can only get through Mac. And I absolutely love that software, okay. but yeah, I thought that M2 is really cool. It was fun listening to them talk about that. Cause I'm like, I need to mess around with my
0: MacBook more. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not great. Um, they're just not for me. They are, they are amazing yep. for sure. Okay. So Let's talk about what our favorite things were. So, actually, before that, let's quickly talk about the carbon neutral thing. So, this was the, so aside from all the marketing, you know, their commercials and stuff, they did this massive segment in in the event this week about the Apple Watch becoming carbon neutral, and they did what I thought was sort of a silly bit with Mother Nature coming in and sitting in a boardroom. What do you think about all of that? Do you remember that segment?
1: You know what's funny is I actually kind of skimmed that part. Okay.
0: So what?
1: Because I was like, what's yeah, going no, on? It was silly and
0: you're probably better off for, for skimming it. So anyways, the Apple Watch is now carbon neutral, meaning that they're either using all recycled products or offsetting it with, you know, other planting trees and, you know, other ways. And they picked that one because it's the smallest, I'm sure. But they did a silly sort of boardroom uh, event thing where Mother Nature comes in and sits down and is like, you know, berating them. that um, They're not going to be able to do it and then they wow her because they're, they're actually accomplishing it and it was you know so I my takeaway from that was it was probably the, the weakest part of it I, I get why they wanted to make it a big deal but they're not bad actors that was the part that surprised me the most because it was it was set up kind of like a skit and um, you know Tim Cook was in it and you know all the other execs that were talking throughout were in it and they did they didn't do that bad um, so I guess that would be my my thought on that is um, they probably could have let, let that go or done it a little differently Take that for what it is. Okay, so let's talk about the features you're excited about. So you talked uh, a little bit about one of yours. What are your other features that you think are the best?
1: I was trying to think of ones that I would use. So the only other one I kind of wrote down was like just dropping stickers in text. Because I, it's also funny because we have so many family group chats. And most of the time I don't even read them. So I'll have a little notification on my phone that says you have 40 messages and I'm terrible at responding to people. Also terrible. And so when I do sometimes, you know, family chats can get super fun. So I did like the fact that you could just like drop stickers on certain people's texts now. I thought that was a fun,
0: fun feature. Yeah, They always have a few fun features and in there. So I'm also really bad. I'll have I have a couple group chats that really do blow up and I won't look at them for a day or two and there'll be a hundred messages. And they have a new yep. like kind of scroll to top, like scroll to where you've last seen.
1: Yes, that was cool uh, Which too. is
0: nice, I thought that was a nice addition. I didn't have it on my list, but, but I do remember that. And I thought that was really cool. My iOS item that I'm the most excited about is live voicemail. So if somebody calls you, it'll pop up on your phone as they're leaving a voicemail and it'll start typing what they're saying. Then you have the option to like quickly get into that call if it's important. Which would be great, so that that would help me because I either screen a call because I don't know who it's from. You know, I get a lot of random calls from. You know, if we get a new business call, it's a random number, and I have no idea who they are. And then if I could see like, hey, it's John, and we're opening a new restaurant. We'd love to talk to you. I could jump in and say like, hey, John, how's it going? Instead of me having to call him back later. So that would be really nice.
1: That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think on that note, too, the other one I saw was if people voice message you, it'll transcribe it now, which is super helpful because I have a couple of girlfriends that if we're talking about something through text and it's too long for them to text, they'll send like a five minute voice message.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: And okay. so like I'll either have to like sit there and listen to it. And so the fact that I saw that you can now, it'll like transcribe it, I think is super cool. That
0: is great. Oh.
1: It'll be easier to like just read it. Right.
0: Absolutely. That, that's annoying that they do that. And that's great that that's fixed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it's like funny because it kind of makes sense, I guess. But then I'm also like, we could just call each other.
0: <laughs> right, right. That's a phone call. So. That's a phone call. We, we always forget about that. And, um, yeah. and then, so this wasn't mentioned in the events, but it is coming out in the new iOS is uh, podcasts are getting uh, a facelift. So supposedly you're gonna be able to find content easier. They didn't really say how in what I read. The way it's displayed will be a little bit more modern and they are going to bring the um, episode specific artwork to Apple, which was not on there. It was on currently on Spotify. So we update our artwork for every episode and on Apple, you only see the main cover photo for the podcast And this now going forward as of, I think it's next week, you'll be able to see all of those, which is really, really nice. So I like that one.
1: I'm kind of surprised that wasn't a thing already. Honestly, I don't use Apple Podcasts because obviously I have a subscription to Spotify. Um, but i'm kind of surprised that that wasn't a thing all
0: right it's weird they started podcasts they invented it came from the ipod i believe and they kind of forgot about it so now they're giving it a little more attention which is nice and spotify has been aggressively going after the podcast market they pulled back a little recently but you know they're they're sort of winning the thing that apple started so who knows maybe Apple will come back and, and you know start trying to do more in that space which i think would be great because a lot of people do subscribe that way and you know i'd like it to be a better experience i'd like to be able to be you know the search to be a little bit easier so people can find our show and i can find other shows a little bit easier mm-hmm. you know, I basically get 10 shows and after that you don't really see anything else um they kind of pick based on you know when if you're a big player you're going to be showing and if you're smaller and starting out you're not going to be showing so um we'll see i hope that that happens other things i thought were cool is you can create kind of what like if I could create what you're going to see when I call you. They called it posters. So I can kind of set up what my my image will be. You know, I don't know if that's annoying. Maybe, it, you know, you'd have to kind of pick an image that works for all of your audiences. And, you know, they didn't say you can have like one for mom and one for um, your friends because you might, those might be different, but you can pick that. I thought that was nice. Uh, FaceTime messages is going to be really cool because a lot of times we'll call people on that. And then we have to then go text them and let them know that, who are trying to reach out so being able to leave that and sometimes you're tech, you know, you're know, you FaceTiming them because something's going on at that moment like we FaceTime people when yep. when our our one year old is walking they might call back and he might be asleep so we could FaceTime him walking and then they get a bad video and they're good to go um, which would be kind of cool
1: that is super cool
0: and then the other one is I I use this a lot I have all my photos not since the beginning of having an iPhone but for I think since 2007 no that's in 2007. That's when the iPhone started in 2015, I guess. I have all my my photos still on my phone. And it does a really good job of picking who's in the photos. And every once in a while, I'll go through and sort of say yes or no. You know, some people look alike. But then if I want to see pictures with me yep. and my nephew and my niece, I can pick those three people and it'll, you know, because I'm thinking about moment when we were all together, it'll show me those photos. And, and that's really nice. It makes it easy to find stuff. And they now added pets to that too. So you can sort of tag your pets and you can say like, oh, I want the picture of me with with my cat that I remember, you know, was me, my cat and my my, my kit or whatever or whoever I remember for being that or just all the pictures of my cat. Um, instead of just, you could previously search for cat and it would be any cat. And then you can search by the individual cat, which is really nice. Uh, so that, that was pretty cool.
1: Especially when you have a lot of photos.
0: Right. Yeah, have I have thousands, of tens of thousands um, on there. They're just They're just in there. And so, A lot of times you want to you know they'll pull up stuff to show me daily but sometimes I want to search for a specific thing and I don't remember what year it was or what month it was and so this will help me to sort of do that search which is great Um, so those are those are the sort of iOS stuff I'm pretty excited about Um, was there anything else you so I have some some hardware things I'm pretty excited about too or actually there's one more I guess this is iOS there they didn't put it under that section but with the Apple watch which I don't know do you have an Apple watch
1: I do. I don't wear it as often as I should, just because with, you know, working remote, I feel like I don't wear it as often as I do when I go out and things like that. But
0: Yeah, so I have one. I love it. I have it so that I can leave my phone behind and sort of focus on, on stuff. And they added a new thing called Double Tap. So if you kind of tap your fingers, it will it will do stuff basically the main thing so if someone's calling you
1: yeah i did see that That's so to, crazy. to answer
0: it and the thing i think i'll use it the most for is i use this as an alarm clock so i don't wake other people up when i'm trying to wake up and so you can snooze with the double tap which is very really nice so i'm excited about that
1: does it just vibrate
0: I, so, I don't know they said a lot of again a lot of technical jargon as to how they do it but somehow they know that you did that and hmm. then it'll it'll know that you did that through haptics and i don't know all sorts of Sensors and oxygen sensors and whatever, who knows? They figured out that technology aspect of it. And then you can, you do the main thing. Obviously, you can't do all the stuff with it, but that's pretty cool. And then I have a couple of hardware things too. Did you have any other software things on your end or hardware things?
1: Not really. Those were kind of the two, the two that I talked about were kind of my two main ones.
0: Okay. So, hardware, I'm always so, I'm always excited uh, about the, the file, or the um, camera. That's the main reason why I upgrade my phone. You know, I get the Pro because again, photography is part of our business and it's important for me to have a good camera with me. I also just love photography. And for the first time, I'm actually thinking about getting the Pro Max, which I don't really want because it's a little bit bigger. I wish it was the size of the Pro and had the, the features of the Pro Max, but th- it has a, a new lens technology that I'd never heard about before called Periscope Lens. You know there's math behind how cameras work and i had always heard that lenses have to be a certain you know length in order for them to work so if you want something to focus really far away it has to be a really big lens those are you you see the guys on the sidelines at sporting events the lenses are massive the periscope lens the idea is in there there's a bunch of mirrors and things are bouncing around so it creates that length without it being as long so they have you know an even longer telephoto lens on the iphone it gives 120 I don't remember what it is, five times Zoom maybe. And they were able to do that. And it still that really, really small. lens, which is super cool. So
1: They did talk about like the new camera a lot in that September event yesterday.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. So, and this is not, this is optical Zoom, not um, digital Zoom. Because digital Zoom is just basically cropping in on the photo. And you can do that on anything. And then the photo gets smaller. And then the camera got all the normal upgrades that they get there's always again 25 percent faster and you know more megapixels and you know there's you know it's better in low light and all that stuff so that always comes and that's why i like to upgrade as well um the other features for the camera that are really cool is it always is going to be taking in portrait mode if it recognizes someone that would you know require a portrait so a person or a pet um you don't have to be in portrait mode you can change your mind later uh, which is really really awesome. And even more cool is focus and depth control. So it does something called rich depth mapping um, is what they call it. So I think it uses the LIDAR, so it basically scans the the background to see how far things are. And by doing that, you can change the focus. So if, you, if you're you there and someone was 10 feet behind you, and I you know took the photo with you in focus, I could change that and put the focus to the person behind you. Uh, and then it would use the software to sort of blur out the front instead of the back and that's amazing that you can make that change after the fact uh, it's not baked into the photo itself so that, that was really cool and then you know the, the thing that's been coming for forever that I think is you know will be hard to get adjusted to short term is USB-C for charging this is because of a lawsuit from yes, the okay. European Union and they lost that battle so they had to do it in Europe and then I think at that point they were like I guess we'll do it everywhere so lightning cable is gone and we can use eventually hopefully you know i think europe's thing with this is we're wasting all this uh everybody has you know 20 cables and they should just have one um and so the cable that agreed
1: the, honestly the cable that i totally agree every yep. phone
0: and every computer and every ipad and every everything will be USB-C, you know until the next thing and that way you know when you go to your friend's house that has a samsung you can still charge your phone there which is really nice so Um, I'm excited about that too just because after we buy all new stuff because we're going to have to upgrade then we'll only have one and it'll be it'll work for everything which is awesome so
1: yeah I think that's an awesome idea that's super cool yeah
0: uh and that's been coming for a while and they've been talking about it for forever and I'm assuming Samsung's had that for three or four years so you know they're catching up there as well but they really you know they made money off of on off of lightning which is why they didn't want to get rid of it because it was their technology and then if you put it in your charging dock you had to pay apple a little bit of money to use it and now they're oh, USB I, I don't know either someone else is getting money or it's open source so they lose that revenue but it's better for us which is nice
1: i was going to say on the cool part about the camera or the new updates with the camera is i think that's going to be such an important thing for people who have businesses because a lot of times you cannot afford a photographer a lot. And obviously having really good photos for one, social media into your website is super important. So seeing like the new features that are going to be with the camera, I think are going to be a game changer for a lot of businesses.
0: Yeah, I mean, every every iteration is, again, a little bit better. And the piece of it that helps restaurants and, and businesses the most is the low light. So when they talk about that, they'll they'll always mention it. You know, you've been able to take pretty great photos outside on the patio if you knew, you know, a little bit about what you were doing for years now. But you go into the bar area and it's really dark and it's really, really hard to get a photo that looks appealing. And so now, again, with all their machine learning, you know, there's AI in there, too. um, That's they're taking what they know about photos and they're adjusting stuff. This is all happening. This is all software stuff um, that's happening in the background. And yeah, they're getting great. So it's it is exciting that these photos are so much more usable. I mean, you, you know, ten years ago, if you took an iPhone photo of someone blowing out their birthday candles, it was almost useless because you know the lights are off. But now they yep. they look awesome. Yeah. They're moody and they're exciting and capture that moment, even if you didn't have your big camera with you. So I'm excited about that too. Okay, I think that might be it. Um, so I think so too.
1: That's all yeah. I had on my list. Yeah.
0: So that was. That was our take on on apple and marketing and their events um again i think they're awesome marketing company that happens to also be a tech company and that's why i really like them and i love watching these events for you know a number of different reasons but you know if you're looking for sort of a what what to do when uh, unveiling a product that you should watch these videos because they like madison said it keeps your attention they bring in people. Yeah, they, they're good at they bring it. it. I don't know. Between the two events, there must have been two or three dozen people that talked. They were all very well spoken. They all were, you know, obviously they had practiced and, and there was a lot of, you know, fanfare that went behind it too, but they were quick to the point. They pointed out why this was done, how it's better, what it can do for you, for every every different little segment that they had. And it gets you just excited about about to do and makes you want to go spend a thousand dollars on a new phone which is what their ultimate goal is and yep you know they'll they'll likely get a bunch of people to do that next week <laughs> awesome so uh thanks everybody for joining us we've been on a pretty good weekly schedule i don't know if we'll keep that but that's our plan so like subscribe
1: It's working right now yep
0: check us out check us out on youtube and yeah, that's where we're you know we're really excited about this being a youtube show as well and uh in addition to the podcast because you can you can see what we're doing we'll probably have some as you know as we're going through this will be you'll be able to see some of the um, images from the event as well and yeah and then if you've got any questions for us or anything reach out on the website guideline.com fby marketing and uh, we will see you next week
1: yeah see you guys next week
0: bye